warned you, digital IDs are getting closer and closer to reality, and it is scary. And we'll tell you about it coming up. The Senate getting real. <laughs> you won't believe this story. I got a great video for you. And a marijuana miracle. It really is. Wait till you see this story and watch this video. Amazing. All that and a ton more coming up tonight. We got a packed show for you. Welcome to the Jay Sheldon Show. Thanks for all those of you who have followed us. We really appreciate that. It helps the show out a lot, costs you nothing. If you have a free Rumble account, you can just click that follow button and away you go. In fact, I think if you click it and you don't have an account, it'll show you how to open one, which is free and easy. And so is following the show. So thank you for that. We appreciate it. Uh, all right. So before we get into it, I got some thoughts also on a subject we talked about last night. We're going to cover that first. Um, yeah, I told you I was thinking about doing a little more of a rant, and uh, I think I'm going to. We have that coming up. Right now, though, one of our great sponsors, we're so proud to have them on board, and that's Blackout Coffee. Be awake, not woke. <laughs> you tired of the same old liberal-flavored crap coffee that you've been drinking? Time to wake up, get yourself a new brand, and this is the brand Go with Blackout Coffee. We love Blackout Coffee around here. I personally recommend it. I drink five, six, seven cups a day, including right now on the show. And uh, it's a coffee, a coffee company 100% committed to our traditional American values. They source their beans from local co-ops and American farmers. They have a small batch roasting process. Tell you about that in a minute. And uh, conservative values and great coffee is what this company is all about. Customer support, the roasting process, shipping. Blackout Coffee has an amazing work ethic and they make an incredible coffee. They are dedicated to you and to this country. Zero tolerance and zero compromise on taste or quality. Do me a favor, go over, use the link in our show notes, pick yourself up just even a single bag of Blackout Coffee. Try it out. You'll be impressed like I was and you'll be back for more. Use the link. And also at checkout, we have a special discount code J20 for 20% off your first order. Ditch the other guys, folks. They don't care about you. They don't care about the country. They're only in it for the money. They don't even really care that much about the quality and taste of their coffee. Blackout Coffee, 100% committed to making great coffee and America. The link is in our show notes. And don't forget, also, they've got for the holiday seasons, check this out, some limited edition holiday flavors. Like I said, to be honest, I'm not big on flavored coffee, but if you are, there's some options here which sound really nice. And uh, they've got signature blends, partner roasts. See that 2A? You know what that 2A means? Second Amendment. Yeah. All right. There you go. Blackout Coffee, also a great. Uh, they've got coffee pods for if, if you have one of those machines. All right. Uh, Five-pound bags if you really want to go all out. <laughs> if you're that much of a coffee drinker like I am. And, of course, they are endorsed by all these great show hosts, including yours truly. 
here on the Jay Sheldon Show, Dan Bon, Gino, Charlie Kirk. They're all part of this great operation here. Thank you to Blackout Coffee. Use that promo code J20 at checkout, and that will get you 20% off your first order. Or use the link in our show notes. It's easy, and uh, you'll get a great deal. All right. Thank you, Blackout Coffee, for helping to support the show. How do you deal with blue-haired, nose-pierced, crazy liberals who are never happy about anything? You and I are happy because we know better days are coming. We know this can't last forever. We're in a world of crap right now. But we have our principles, and we maintain them. We live in truth. You know the kind of people who complain about everything, they constantly just suck the air out of a room? Honestly, in the past, I've tried to help people like this. Change their mindset, be more positive, just take things in stride. Here, where I live, we have a, a saying, ta'appa, which means kind of whatever. It drains you. And I gave up trying, and I will not try anymore. I put my energy, my attention in something else. It's difficult for sure, but sometimes I just want to tell them if you would shut your mouth and open your ears, your life would be better. They don't want to hear it. They've turned it off. They I love this. They speak so much into existence. Just because they say it, they believe it's true. Try and see them differently. I'm not saying don't argue with them, but change your frustration to pity because that's really what these morons deserve is our pity. In some cases, that may be hard to do, but you know the old turn-the-other-cheek thing. Your peace of mind, my peace of mind, is far more important than some lunatic ranting. It isn't healthy. I don't do it. I actually, little personal story, I'm not going to give you all the gory details, but I have actually become estranged from my younger sister. I have three of them, but the oldest of my younger sisters. Uh, because of my support of President Trump, my firm belief in the rigging of the 2020 election, sad, 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 sad. But she did, and I did, cut the ties. Had, had to be done. It was not healthy. In fact, there was absolutely no talking to her. She didn't want to listen. She'd shut off the ears. Now, in addition, she responded by making a very public post full of lies and untruths, all trying to discredit me. Most of my close friends know the truth. It's just really sad. Speak out against these people when it comes to the most important things, the things you stand firmly on, and in particular, 
as this show does, our kids, our children. Nobody, nobody gets between us and our kids, and no one ever should. Trans shows for kids, drag queen story hour. Look, if that's what you want to do, do it. I don't care. You do you, I do me. But keep the hell away from our kids. That's all I'm asking. Other than that, I don't care who you sleep with or who you love or how you want to dress. It really, seriously doesn't matter to me. Until you cross my line, and that is when it involves kids. <clears throat> Liberal, blue-haired, pierced, venomous freaks. They get hired as teachers in a lot of cases for our young, impressionable minds. Porn books in our school libraries. The list is endless. It isn't always even that I disagree with what they have to say, or they think, or, or what they believe. It's often how, it's, it's the tone in which they talk to other people. I, I have never seen a group with more differing opinions, and they take themselves way too seriously. For people who are supposedly so well-educated, they never, ever, ever question their worldview. They've made up their mind and shut it off, and they don't want to hear anything. They never examine the sources of information, test the foundations of their weird opinions. Extremely conservative folks do it too. I'm not letting you guys off the hook. There are some extreme right-wing whack jobs out there who are as impossible to deal with as the extreme left-wing weirdos. I guess because they're called liberals, suggesting some sort of open-mindedness. <laughs> the liberals I know and I see are some of the most close-minded people I've ever met or seen. And when they turn all that bigotry on you or me, it just gets worse. Why are they even friends? Why do you consider them your friends or they you if they think you're so shallow or stupid? that you might actually hold a different opinion. God forbid, clutch the pearls. Or an opposing viewpoint that comes from their, apart from their acceptable beliefs, which they read the book, shut off their ears, and don't want to hear anything else. I mean, look, folks, this is how it works. You are supposed to reevaluate, consider your stance, viewpoints, data, information, truth, and with that, form an opinion. That's what we do, we conservatives. Oh, God forbid. And that's what makes most conservatives, not all, but most, very different from the lunatic fringe.
it is actually kind of boring that I can actually predict how any conversation on any topic with one of these freaks is going to go. Word for word from these self-important buttholes. The good news, while they seem to be everywhere, they're not. They are actually about 5% of the population. 5%. We by far make up the bigger majority. Now that's not like a, whoa, look at us, we win, ha ha. It's just that it's such a small amount of people who make the headlines, get on the news, go viral on TikTok, their freaky videos, opinions, online content, all of which makes you think they're in some cases a majority. They're not. We are. We allow this to happen. It is a very small group involved in this bullshit group thing. There's a lot of opinions on how to deal with these morons, but honestly, my recommendation is you draw a line that cannot be crossed. Now, I'm not calling you by your preferred pronoun. I don't give a shit. I'm not calling you by some other name than the name you were born with. I'm not eating bugs. Your climate scam arguments, bullcrap. And I'm not buying it. There are only two genders. You like that one? People are not judged by the melanin content of their skin. We don't do that. You do. The list goes on and on. I am no longer giving any importance to that dribble that spills out of the mouths of these blue-haired freaks. In fact, I will do the opposite. I'll fight back with words, facts, not violence, of course. I wish I could say the same about the left. Sadly, I cannot. This has to end, and it has to end now. You need to draw your line. Stand on it, and do not cross over it. Do not let them, remember we talked about this? They poke, 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 poke till you say enough. Step back an inch. They keep poke, poke, poke again after a little while. Step back an inch. In little bites, the next thing you know, you wake up and you're a mile and a half down the road. They are nothing unless we give them the ability to bother us. Don't. By all means, argue with them. They just need to keep up with these ridiculous rants and raves until we finally say, okay, I've had enough. Don't have enough. Stand your ground. Hold the line. Something is not true just because they say it's true. You remember that blue-haired freak we had the video of last night? You cannot honestly tell the gender of your child, and yes, I mean babies too. You're wrong. You're scientifically wrong. You're an idiot. Just because you say it doesn't make it true. 
You absolutely have a First Amendment right to say whatever you want. And so do we. It's time we started using it. I, I ranted and raved enough, but I just felt it needed saying. You need to hear it. I hope we're on the same page. I think in most cases we are. We are also on the same page when it comes to the scary possibility of digital ID. Folks, this show has ranted and raved and warned you. Remember, over in Europe, Germany, other places in Europe, the EU, they sneak these little bits in with this digital central bank, digital currency, digital ID. And I warned you it was going to cross the pond. It is right next door to the north. Justin Trudeau, moron, threatened provincial premiers that he will cut off health care funds unless they agree to digital ID. You still don't think it's going to happen here? This will allow the government to control every aspect of your life. Podcast regarding the digital IDs. Yesterday in Canada, Justin Trudeau met with all of our provincial premiers and basically told them that we will not be able to get funding for our health care unless the premiers agree to the digital IDs. I will show all the proof. Now, those of you who think that digital IDs are great, they are not. Let me show you what the what these digital IDs will actually entail when it comes to control. Here's an overview basically of everything that will be included in the digital IDs. This can be found on the WEF website and also on all of the provincial and government websites. That goes on for a while. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but you, the link is in our show notes. I encourage you to go watch that video, find out more. I know you may be sitting there in Paramus, New Jersey, thinking to yourself, nah, that ain't going to happen to me. It won't go on here. Oh, trust me. Trust me. If ever something I said is going to come true, may not be next week, may not be next month, or even next year, but it is going to come here no matter what you try and do. New York Governor Kathy Hochul. <laughs> it's not digital ID, but it ain't good. Listen. Also, we're very focused on the data we're collecting from surveillance efforts. What's being said on social media platforms? And we have launched an effort to be able to counter some of the negativity and reach out to people when we see hate speech being spoken about on, on online platforms. Define our hate media speech. Analysis, our social media analysis unit has ramped up its monitoring of sites to catch incitement to violence, direct threats to others. And all this is in response to our desire, our strong commitment to ensure that not only do New Yorkers be safe, but they also feel safe. Yeah. 
that's the next step. There you go. And by the way, is she just really crappy at reading a teleprompter or was the guy running the teleprompter just really that bad? Uh, it was horrible. I cannot think of a more dangerous initiative than this. Nigel Farage, you probably know the name, is commenting on a recent call by the unelected head of the European Union, Ursula von der Leyen, for world, leader, world leaders, that includes our idiot in the White House, to roll out digital ID, central bank digital currency, and a cashless society worldwide by 2030. That's less than seven years away. He says here, if you're not careful, we will head towards a Chinese-style social credit system where, unless you go along with the views of the day, you become a non-person. European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen, perhaps the most prominent advocate of that dreaded COVID passport, uh, was out there advocating that we all have to have digital IDs because the future will be digital. You shouldn't have privacy, apparently. Yeah, that's what she believes. She claims that the IDs can be a real booster to emerging economies. The trick is to build public digital infrastructure, she said, that is interoperable, open to all, and trusted. It's good for society. It's for the good of, of your grandma. It's to help your family. It's to make your life easier. It's bullshit. Do not buy it. Call Congress people. Call people who represent you. Tell them you're not putting up with it. You're not living in a society like that. You refuse. Remember the guy with the snow, the snow plow getting arrested? No, I refuse. That's my line. I'm not crossing over it. Go to hell. Wauwatosa. Ever heard of that? I don't even know what that is. Wauwatosa. Here's one for you with the holiday seasons coming on. Wauwatosa tells city workers to avoid red and green Christmas decorations and calls snowmen snow people. Where is this idiotic place? I, I don't know. It doesn't say. The city of Wauwatosa's deputy city administrator told city workers they should avoid using red and green in public spaces to celebrate Christmas. Instead, top city officials are urging them to decorate counters with purple and blue. Oh, because that's so Christmassy. And snow people, what they appear to be calling snowmen, this email went out from this moron city admin and deputy, Melissa Cantero Weiss. It also notes the city commissioner, James Archambo, is on board with the instructions. She said they should embrace more 
inclusive decorating practices. Currently, this is, listen, this is what she writes. Currently, Christmas decorations are prevalent throughout public counters at City Hall and perhaps other buildings in our ongoing efforts to foster a more equitable and inclusive community. We believe it is crucial to be considerate of how we decorate public spaces during this season. Unless, of course, you celebrate Christmas in the traditional way, then you don't matter. No one cares. We have to be sure we don't offend all the other people who are a small little minority of nobodies. The Washington Examiner has a great article, which is in our show notes. There is no reason for violent criminals to be free, even if they're incompetent. I'm sure by now you've heard this story, just in case you haven't. The same criminal justice reform activists claiming our system is broken because it's too harsh on criminals, have managed to break it in the other direction. People are paying for it with their lives. Julian Ludwig, 18-year-old college student, this is a horrific story, shot and killed by a stray bullet. This was just last week. Local man arrested in her death, Shaquille Taylor, accused of shooting at a moving vehicle which led to that stray bullet which struck Ludwig in the head and killed her. In case you haven't guessed, Taylor has a huge criminal history stretching back to 2010 including an incident in 2021 in which he fired a gun at a car. Sound familiar? While a woman and her two young children were inside the damn car. This is not just your standard story about a violent career criminal being given a slap on the wrist repeatedly until he actually allegedly killed someone. He was charged with three counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon for the previous crime. Those charges were then dismissed outright because Taylor was deemed incompetent. I'm just reading the words, folks. Shake your head. It's happening. Doctors who examined him in the jail decided that Further training for medical care would not change his competency. Therefore, this violent, would-be murderer was simply released back out into the street. Go away. Go ahead. Have fun. Go kill somebody. Well, guess what? He freaking did. Happy now? No excuse. No excuse. 
no reason for these people to be free. And it resulted in the death of an 18-year-old gorgeous lady. You should know about this case. There's a link to a Matt Walsh post, which is brilliant. Just let me read just a little piece of it. Society would be a better place if Shaquille Taylor wasn't in it. It would be a better place if Jillian Ludwig was still in it. But instead, Ludwig is dead. Taylor is alive. This is what we do now. Time and time again, we trade the worst for the best. We sacrifice the lives of people you want in your community for the sake of people that nobody wants anywhere near them. Read the whole uh, Matt Walsh post. It's in our show notes. It's worth the time. It's a sad story. This just, it just can't continue. All right. Let me quickly take a minute here and tell you about one of our other great sponsors on this show, and that is Brickhouse Nutrition. Folks, Brickhouse Nutrition is going to do everything for your health that you've been trying to do and you just can't seem to make a difference. No matter what you do, you, you know, you got to eat healthy. And the way to eat healthy is fruits and veggies. I know, I know, I hear it all the time. I feel the same way myself. They are the key to healthy living. They really are. It makes a huge difference. And while fruits and vegetables are the anchor to a healthy diet, problem is they're hard to cook. You got to shop. You got to buy them all. You got to prepare them. A lot of times before you even get to them, they go off. I just bought some Japanese uh, purple potatoes tonight. I promised myself I was going to make them before, like today. So... Hold me that, would you? Remind me to make my roast my potatoes. <laughs> hey, Jay, don't forget to roast your potatoes. Anyway, this product is amazing. It is not a supplement. It is food. Nutrition facts are on the label, not supplement facts. Science-backed formula of specific, healthy, wholesome fruits and vegetables all ground up into an amazing tasting powder. It's quick. It's easy. You can mix it with water if you want. Green tea, orange juice tastes great. They've got some incredible flavors, and they are real USDA organic fruits and vegetables. They're not extracts. Comes in a lot of great tasty flavors. You will love it, and most importantly, it is good for you. Try it for a while and you will notice the difference. <clears throat> Your doctor will notice the difference too. Feel the greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. There is a link down in our show notes. Use that link and you will get yourself an incredible deal from Brickhouse Nutrition. And uh, we are very proud to have these guys as a part of this show. This is a brilliant product and it really will make a big difference in your life. Check it out. The link's in our show notes for Brickhouse Nutrition. Right. Somebody who, a group that doesn't care about your nutrition at all, of course, would be the World Health Organization. <laughs> what? A group called the World Health Organization? Yeah. 
This is from Stay Free with Russell Brand. It's a clip. He's here on Rumble, does a great show. He's also on that other video channel, but don't bother because he can't talk about anything like the good stuff. He opens up with his other channel show, simulcasting, and then breaks away from that because he wants to be able to speak truth. And he can't do that on ScrewTube, but he can do it on Rumble. So you check him out and follow him here on Rumble. He's a great follow. In the founding document of the World Health Organization, they gave themselves the right. Listen to that again. They gave themselves the right to be exempt from all criminal prosecutions of any kind whatsoever. Why would an organization like that need to give itself an exemption? Here you go. You say, Dave, that the WHO is like a, a criminal cartel. Now, we stand on the brink of granting them the power to change national law, to impose lockdown, to mandate vaccines through the WHO treaty. A anyone can see that. A of course, we all know now, thanks to the question earlier, that 88% of their donation funding comes from Bill Gates. Much of their funding is also opaque and obscured. We were discussing that earlier. Can you tell us why you claim that the WHO is a criminal cartel and how the events of the last few years years somehow demonstrate or at least utilize that well so so your point is spot on and the receipts unfortunately and all of this stuff are part of the history of what my organization has done i mean we maintain the chain of custody documentation that has been used by governments around the world including intelligence law enforcement and everybody else we maintain the data that is the receipts for the things that we say and what's really important with respect to the question about the World Health Organization is that in its founding document, and, and by the way, I encourage people to make sure that they take time, look into these things and actually read them. But in the founding document of the World Health Organization, they gave themselves the right to be exempt from all criminal prosecution of any kind whatsoever. There you go. There it is, right there, in their founding documents. Hat tip, Russell Brand. Great show. Great cut there. And there it is. It's just spelled right out for you. Ground Zero Hal 9000 in the chat. He says, I support mandated RFID Apparently, he supports it in the form of butt plugs. <laughs> and I love the little rocket emoji. Very cute. Thank you, Hal, for... Uh... <laughs> oh, man. You are a whack job, and we love you to pieces. Thanks for popping in on the show here. <laughs> oh, man. Only on Rumble, I'm telling you. <clears throat> Speaking of rumble, did you see this cut? Oh man, you if you haven't seen this, you stay tuned, please. I'm going to play it right now. <laughs> right wing Oklahoma Senator Mark Wayne Mullen just stood up and tried to fight labor leader Sean O'Brien, a teamster at a Senate help committee hearing. 
He read his tweet where O'Brien said he'd take him on anytime, any place. This is like a couple of kids in the schoolyard. Listen to this. Like he's self-made. Sir, I wish you was in the truck with me when I was building my plumbing company myself and my wife was running the office because I sure remember working pretty hard and long hours. Pretends like he's self-made. What a clown. Fraud. Always has been, always will be. Quit the tough guy act and these Senate hearings. You know where to find me. Any place, any time, cowboy. Sir, this is a time, this is a place. If you want to run your mouth, we can be two consenting adults. We can finish it here. Okay, that's fine. Perfect. You want to do it now? I'd love to do it right now. Well, stand your butt up then. You stand your butt up. Oh, hold on. No, hold, stop it. Is that your Fire. solution? Every poll. No, no, sit down. Fire, sit down. Okay. You know, you're a United States senator. Sit down. Active. Oh, okay, okay. Sit down, please. All right. Can I respond? Mr. Hold Shim. it. Hold it. <laughs> if we can't, no, I have the mic. Said. I'm sorry. This is hold what it. he said. You'll have your time. Okay. Can I respond? Oh, no, you can't. This is Bernie. Hearing. Bernie hitting the mark. Coming in like a referee. Let's do it. Come on, man. Right now. Right now. Look, good for you for standing up to these tim t Teamsters. I mean, they're not old. There's some, I've got great friends who are Teamsters. But there's some, you know, come on, let's just be honest. But this, this high school backyard underneath the bleachers bullcrap. Oh, come on. And Bernie, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got the microphone. You'll have your time. I love Bernie. No, I, I I don't agree with absolutely any of his politics, but as far as a character, Bernie's quite a character. Ground zero. <laughs> Serve. All right. Hey, it's a rumble, right? It's almost a rumble. Bernie stopped it. Rumble's the place. Well, you know, one of the criticisms that Rumble is always getting. My show is exclusively live on Rumble. And uh, one of the criticisms is that this is just one big right-wing echo chamber. Well, guess what? Wrong! There is new data out. Rumble has just put out a, uh, this is from Reclaim the Net. Great article. Read it. New data shatters the legacy media narrative that Rumble is a right-wing echo chamber. They can't compete, folks. They cannot compete with what internet media is doing, what you and I are doing. Citizen journalists, commentary, like we do here five nights a week. Despite media claims, which of course they're doing everything they can to try and fight against free speech platforms like Rumble, free speech does not create echo chambers. Years and years now, legacy media outlets have taken aim at free speech platforms like Rumble, suggesting they're just echo chambers that amplify right-wing views. Dismissive framing ignores that free speech platforms allow a wider range of viewpoints. Look, if you're watching this show, although after my rant earlier, I don't know why the hell you would be. Maybe you just like to get pissed off. Don't care. Thanks for popping by. Hit the follow button. I do this five nights a week, 10 a.m. Eastern. 
You want to start your own show? You want to do the lefty commie hour? Two hours, six hours a day, whatever you want to do. It's free, folks. Go ahead. You are more than welcome. Free speech does not just apply to the right or conservatives. Free speech means free speech. I don't have to agree with you. You don't have to agree with me. And that's fine. That's the way the world works. New data from Comscore has shattered this media narrative, reveals that Democrats are the leading political audience on Rumble among 18-plus-year-olds in the U.S. So maybe there are a few demo-commie lefties watching. I don't know why, but thanks. Uh, the video-sharing platform also has more unique visits from independents than Republicans among Americans ages 18 and older. Wow. Some great data in that report put out by Rumble from Reclaim the Net. Check it out. Read it if you are one of these goofballs that think, eh, it's just a big echo chamber. It ain't. And the studies show it. Wow. How about that? I made a major mistake in my show notes. I will try and get it fixed. Our next thing was going to be about this Soros-backed prosecutor who got ousted, thank God. I put the wrong link under there, so, eh, you know. Sorry, you can look it up. Just type in a search engine, Soros-backed prosecutor ousted. You'll find it. It's a very good story. The tides are turning. All right, couple of cute ones for you before we get out of here. Uh, this one is freaky weird. I live in Southeast Asia. I know, I'm a patriot of the United States, always have been, always will be, but I have, uh, my life has, my life has taken a turn. Hold on, I don't know why that just fired off, scared the hell out of me, if you couldn't tell. I'd love to, I wait till I see that on the replay. That'll be a short clip. Anyway, <laughs> wow, that was scary. Here in uh, Southeast Asia, the martial arts are huge, huge, all kinds of styles. When I first saw this video, before I actually watched it, I thought, nah, what are they doing? This is not rigged. This is not fixed. This is also very loud, so I'm going to turn it down a little bit. Watch this. You're thinking like, yeah, okay, that's... Now here's the Sifu trying to instruct him on what to do. Sorry, my Chinese is very shaky, so I, I can't help you with a translation. But you can tell what's going on. Now watch this. What? Look at that. Look at that. Wow. 
That's impressive. I, I know it's a single sheet of paper, but it's just being held there, flapping around in the air. Pow! Just like that. And what looks like, take another look, like it's absolutely, almost perfectly cut right across the middle. Wow! That is insane. Absolutely amazing. I had to share that. And I got one more because I found two and they were both equally amazing, so why not? <laughs> we all could use some good news. This, this is beyond weird. You know elk? You know elk. It's like moose. Well, I don't think they're as big as moose, but they're big. They're a lot bigger than deer. If you live in the Northeast U.S. and I think parts of the South Midwest, there are elk. E-L-K, elk, if you're not from the U.S. watching the show. They jump. Like all deer of any of that sort of species do. But do you have any idea how high and how far they jump? Watch this. Only 18 seconds of footage. But this will amaze you. This is an elk. Watch this. There's no sound. See him? Watch it. Look at that. That is insane. That is insane. The second jump, not so far. But that first one, watch this again. Watch this. Just as it comes on camera. Boop, through. That's like two and a half, almost three elk lengths, if there is such a measurement. This is nuts. Wow. Anyway, had to share it. Yeah, one inch punch, you're right. You are right. Bruce Lee's one-inch punch. Uh, how? Yeah, exactly right. I, anyway, so there you go. Elk jumping. Featured on the Jay Sheldon Show tonight. Elk jumping. <laughs> Whatever. Give me a break, huh? Every now and then we gotta just cut loose a little bit after we covered so much crap. Hey, we're getting down to it, friends. We are coming very close to the end of Lord of the Flies. We read a little piece of that book all the way chronologically through till we get to the end and we are almost there. Wow, what a ride it has been. And we are going to continue tonight. We're on the final chapter, chapter 12 of Lord of the Flies from 1954 by William Golding. Here we go. What did it mean? A sharpened stick at both ends. What was there in that? They'd thrown spears and missed, all but one. Perhaps they would miss next time, too. He squatted down in the tall grass, remembered the meat that Sam had given him, and began to tear at it ravenously. And while he was eating, he heard fresh noises, cries of pain from Sam and Eric, cries of panic, angry voices. What did it mean? Someone besides himself was in trouble, for at least one of the twins was catching it. And then the voices passed away down the rock, and he ceased to think of them. He felt with his hands, found cool, delicate fronds backed against the thicket. Here then was the night's lair. At first light, he'd creep into the thicket, 
squeeze between the twisted stems, ensconce himself so deep only a crawler like himself could come through. And that crawler would be jabbed. There'd be, he'd sit, the search would pass by him and the cordon waver on, undulating along the island, and he would be free. He pulled himself between the ferns, tunneling in. He laid the stick beside him and huddled himself down in the blackness. One must remember to wake at first light in order to diddle the savages, and he did not know how quickly sleep came and hurled himself down a dark interior slope. He was awake before his eyes were open, listening to a noise that was near. He opened an eye found the mold an inch or so from his face and his fingers gripping into it, light filtering between the fronds of ferns. He had just time to realize the age-long nightmares of falling and death were past, and the morning had come. And when he heard the sound again, it was an undulation over by the seashore. Now the next savage answered the next. The cry swept by him across the narrow end of the island from sea to lagoon, like the cry of a flying bird. He took no time to consider, but grabbed his sharp stick and wriggled back among the ferns. Within seconds, he was worming his way into the thicket, but not before he'd glimpsed the legs of a savage coming towards him. The ferns were thumped and beaten. He heard legs moving in the long grass. The savage, whoever he was, undulated twice, and the cry was repeated in both directions and then died away. Ralph crouched still, tangled in the ferns, and for a time he heard nothing. At last he examined the thicket itself. Certainly no one could attack him here, and Moreover, he had a stroke of luck. The great rock that had killed Piggy had bounded into this thicket and bounced there, right in the center, making a smashed space a few feet in extent either way. When Ralph had wriggled into this, he felt secure, clever. He sat down carefully among the smashed stems and waited for the hunt to pass. Looking up between the leaves, he caught a glimpse of something red. That must be the top of the castle rock, distant, unmenacing. He composed himself triumphantly to hear the sounds of the hunt dying away. Yet no one made a sound. As the minutes passed in the green shade, his feeling of triumph faded. At last he heard a voice, Jack's voice, but hushed. Are you certain? The savage addressed said nothing. Perhaps he made a gesture. Roger spoke. If you're fooling us, immediately after this there came a gasp and a squeal of pain. Ralph crouched instinctively. One of the twins was there outside the thicket with Jack and Roger. You're sure he meant in there? The twin moaned faintly and then squealed again. He meant he'd hide in there. Yes, yes, oh. Silver laughter scattered among the trees. 
so they knew. Ralph picked up his stick and prepared for battle. But what could they do? It would take them a week to break a path through the thicket. Anyone who wormed his way in would be helpless. He felt the point of his spear with his thumb and grinned with amusement. Whoever tried that would be stuck squealing like a pig. They were going away back to the tower rock. He could hear feet moving and then someone sniggered. There came again that high bird-like cry that swept along the line, so some were still watching him. But some... There was a long, breathless silence. Ralph found he had bark in his mouth from the gnawed spear. He stood, peered upward towards Castle Rock. And as he did so, he heard Jack's voice from the top. Heave! 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 The red rock he could see at the top of the cliffs vanished like a curtain. And he could see figures and blue sky. A moment later, the earth jolted. There was a rushing sound in the air, and the top of the thicket was cuffed as with a giant hand. The rock bounded on, thumping and smashing toward the beach, while a shower of broken twigs and leaves fell on him. Beyond the thicket, the tribe was cheering. Silence again. Ralph put his fingers in his mouth and bit them. There was only one other rock up there that they might have conceivably moved, but that was half as big as a cottage, big as a car, a tank. He visualized his probable progress with agonizing clearness. That one would start slowly, drop from ledge to ledge, trund along the neck like an outsized steamroller. Heave! 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 Ralph put down his spear and then picked it up again, pushed his hair back irritably, took two hasty steps across the little space, and then came back. He stood looking at the broken ends of branches. Still, silence. He caught sight of the rise and fall of his diaphragm and was surprised to see how quickly he was breathing. Just left of center, his heartbeats were visible. He put the spear down again. Heave! 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 A shrill, prolonged cheer. Something boomed up on the red rock and then the earth jumped and began to shake steadily, while the noise as steadily increased. Ralph was shot into the air, thrown down, and dashed among the branches. At his right hand, and only a few feet away, the whole thicket bent, and the roots screamed as they came out of the earth together. He saw something red that turned over slowly as a mill wheel. And then the red thing was passed, and the elephantine progress diminished towards the sea. Ralph knelt on the plowed-up soil and waited for the earth to come back. Presently, the white, broken stumps, the split sticks, 
and the tangle of the thicket refocused. There was a kind of heavy feeling in his body, for he'd watched his own pulse. Silence again, yet not entirely so. They were whispering out there, and suddenly the branches were shaken furiously at two places on his right. The pointed end of the stick appeared. In panic, Ralph thrust his own stick through the crack and struck with all his might. Sounds like a good cliffhanger spot for tonight. We're getting to the end, I promise. We're almost there. Will they get rescued? Will they wind up killing each other? We're going to find out. Likely they will end this up this week. And then we begin Treasure Island, an all-time classic, coming up next, our next book. All right, folks, that's going to do it. Please don't forget, give us a follow. Follow us also on our Locals channel. You can subscribe over there for less than the price of a cup of coffee once a month. You can help support the show and find some exclusive behind-the-scenes weirdo videos that I post over there. And uh, I'll be doing some more soon. So thank you so much for popping by. Really do appreciate it. Like the show, follow the show, and I will see you all again tomorrow morning. <laughs>